Hey, and welcome to my second edition, uh, or I should say, welcome to my second podcast of the day. Uh, this is my talking financially. So this is where I talk to you about the news of regulatory report from Reg Report and other financial related news. The first one is uh, credit union regulators details legislative request vendor examine uh, exam authority insurance fund structure changes giving his agency examination and enforcement authority over third-party vendors and making key changes to the structure of the federal savings insurance fund for credit unions uh, for credit unions rather were were the top legislative requests made to a house committee by the chairman of the federal federal credit union regulators uh, board in testimony wednesday National Credit Union Administration Board Chairman Todd Harper said his agency needs a third-party exam uh, authority because increasingly activities that are fundamental to credit unions are being outsourced to entities outside of the agency's regulatory uh, oversight. Those activities include, he said, loan uh, origination, Lending Services, Bank Secret, uh, Secrecy Act slash Anti-Money Laundering, or BSA slash AML, Compliance, Financial Management and Technical Services, including Information Security and Mobile, and Online Banking. Those third parties also include Credit Union Services Organizations, or CUSOs, he said, and he added, while there are many advantages to credit unions and members uh, in using the service provider, the concentration of credit union services within the CUSOs and third-party vendors presents safety and soundness compliance risk for the credit union industry. For example, he points to the top five credit union core processor vendors, which he said provide services to approximately 87% total of total credit union system assets, and five and top five CUSOs, which provide services to nearly 96% of total credit union system assets. A failure of even one of these vendors represents a significant uh, potential risk to share to the share insurance fund and the potential for losses from these organizations are not hypothetical, he asserted. Between 2008 and 2015, CUSOs contributed to more than $300 million in losses to the share insurance fund alone, he added, referring to the National Credit Union Share Insurance Fund, or NCUSIF, the Federal Savings Insurance Program for Credit Unions. Harper noted that now the NCUA may only examine CUSOs and third-party vendors with their permission, and vendors at times decline these requests, he said. Further, vendors are reject, can reject the NCUA's recommendations to implement appropriate corrective actions to mitigate identified risks. He asserted that continued transfer of operations to third-party CUSOs uh, diminishes the ability of the NCUA to accurately assess all the risk risk mitigation strategies are adequate. He said that leaves thousands of credit unions and millions of credit union members and billions of dollars in assets potentially exposed to unnecessary risk. 
which I can see that's, that would be one of the reasons why 2008 actually did happen. But anyway, regarding the insurance fund, Harper made three legislative requests to the committee. Increase the fund's capacity by removing the 1.50 statutory ceiling on its capitalization. Remove the limitation on asset uh, assessing premiums when the uh, equity ratio exceeds 1.30 of equity in the fund to insure uh, insured shares given the NCUA board discretion on the assessment of premiums. Institute a risk-based premium system. These recommendations change changes in act uh, if in act would allow the NCUA board to build over time enough retained excuse me retained earnings capacity in the share insurance fund to effectively manage a significant insurance loss without impairing credit unions contrib contributed capital deposits in the share insurance fund. Moreover. These changes would generally bring the NCUA's statutory authority over the share insurance fund more in line with the statutory authority over the operations of the deposit insurance fund. Let's see. Uh, kind of going backwards here. But anyway. uh, okay, so another thing is um, Acting Comptroller outlines four urgent problems for banking with emphasis on fragmented approach to digitalization. Four urgent problems including digitalization of banking finance, face the banking system, the acting leader of the federal regulator, uh, regulator uh, national banks told the House panel Wednesday, acting comptroller of the currency, Michael J. Shu, uh, Sue, or whatever, however you say it, told the House Financial um, Services Committee and in an oversight hearing that the four urgent problems are adapting to uh, digitalization, guarding against complacency, uh, reducing inequality, and acting on climate change. Sue zeroed in on digitalization, telling the committee that financial regulator, uh, regulators must collectively adapt to the emergence, emergence of the practice of digitalization or converting data and in some cases, currency into a digital format, typically with an eye towards efficiency and operations, of operations rather. I am concerned that the regulator, uh, regulatory community is taking a fragmented agency by agency approach to the technology driven changes taking place today. She was said in a prepared, in a prepared testimony, he said that his agency has updated its framework for chartering national banks and trust companies and interpreted crypto custody services as part of the business of banking. He told the committee he has asked agency staff to review their actions, those actions. He also added that charters to uh, fintechs, which he said some are concerned with convey benefits of banking without its responsibilities. While others believe refusing such charters will encourage the growth of a shadow banking system outside of the reach of the regulators. Recognizing the OCC's unique authority to grant charters, we must find a way to consider how fintechs and payment platforms fit into the banking system and we must do it in a coordination with the FDIC, Federal Reserve and the states, uh, she said. Regarding the other three areas, he said he noted large banks in particular are becoming 
complacent, leading to the, the setting aside of prudent risk management in pursuit of profile, a profile profit. Excuse me. I see the losses related to Artegos primarily through this lens as reflective of the broader environment, he said, referring to the family-owned investment vehicle that took large positions in companies via total return swaps, the sudden sale of which sent the stock market into a dive. This risk requires bank leaders, boards of directors, and us as supervisors to especially uh, to be especially vigilant, he says. Reducing inequality must be a national priority. Historically, many low-income individuals have been treated bank by banks as either credits to be avoided or, cre or yeah, credits to be avoided or credits to be exploited. Sue said, "The OCC can help address that problem. We must work." To strengthen regulations implemented implementing the Community Reinvestment Act or, or CRA, using a two-pronged approach for addressing climate change, explore joining the Network for Greening the Financial System, or NGFS, a group of central banks and supervisors from across the globe who share best practices and support the development and adoption of effective climate risk management practices at banks. Uh, Sue also noted that he, he has requested a review of some key regu uh, regulatory standards, including the 2020 CRA final rule and associated notice of proposed rulemaking uh, related to perform performance benchmarks, interpretation letters, yeah, actually, yeah, uh, interpretive, interpretive there we go, letter, letters and guidance regarding cryptocurrencies and digital assets, pending licensing decisions with respect to CRA rule, which the agency announced it would pause mandatory data collection for now while the rule is under reconsideration. He said that most, he said that before making any changes to the rule, the OCC plans to seek public input consistent with the requirements of the Imaginative Procedural Act, or the APA. As noted, all options are under consideration, he said. One regulation that is not under review is the fair access rule. He said OCC has declined to enact the rule and he has no intention of revisiting that decision. Okay, so let's see. Now this coming from uh, FX Street. Uh, Feds uh, Boulard, U.S. may be getting close to point to a point where pandemic is over. Uh, the United States may be getting close to the point where the pandemic is over, then attention could turn to post-pandemic monetary policy, St. Louis Fed President James Bullard said on Wednesday, as reported by Reuters. Bullard further argued there was a 15% chance the U.S. would move into high productivity regime uh, last seen in the mid-1990s. The question of MBS purchases during a housing boom is a good topic on, uh, once the Fed opens a broader ta taper discussion, he added. Uh, the U.S. dollar index shows no reaction to those remarks that was last seen rising 0.1% on the day uh, at 89.88%. Okay. Okay, well, <laughs> I thought it was a, a longer... Um, I thought it was a longer uh, article, but it wasn't. There you go. Uh, okay, but here is some other uh, news. Um, uh, this time involving Jamaica. 
MarketSpinner.com reports uh, as of yesterday, Bank of Jamaica holds policy rate. Bank of Jamaica announces its decision to hold the policy rate uh, interest rate, the rate offered on overnight replacements with Bank of Jamaica and unchanged at 0.50% per annum. Monetary policy decisions take, uh, taken by Bank of Jamaica are aimed at ensuring that the an annual increase in the prices of consumer goods and services i.e. inflation remains within the bank's inflation target of 4.0% to 6.0%. Today's decision to hold the policy rate unchanged was made by unanimous vote by the bank's newly formed Monetary Policy Committee. The summary of the decision uh, influencing today's monetary policy decision has been published on the bank's website. It will be disclosed on, uh, at the Bank of Jamaica's uh, Monetary Policy Press Briefing Schedule for it. Well, what's it today? I'm not sure what time it actually happened. Anyway, and I have already wait a minute. Yep, I've already read that one. Okay, and this next one, if I can get to it, yeah, it comes in form, and I believe it has uh, the story about the U.S. influence on the OECD's global tax reform plan. Uh, in the latest episode uh, of Tax Note Talk, a tax notes contributor, editor Robert Golder, discussed the Biden administration uh, approach out to the OECD's two-pillar solution to taxing the digital economy and the potential for lo global consensus. Let's see if I can actually get that. Okay. Well, that yeah, again, that's part of the podcast, so you can go to, I guess, Forbes and look it up. It's part of the podcast. I don't read transcripts from the podcast. So there you go. Okay. But I really do, I am really hoping that they decide to um, to do a global tax because I do think, I do believe that will keep companies uh, from going overseas and uh, taking whatever jobs they have left here overseas because that was how a lot of people lost their jobs is the outsourcing to, uh, to lower overhead countries, you know, taxes, wages, uh, cost of living, stuff of that nature. So I'm hoping that they do enact some of that. Um, I also, yeah, that, that would make, I guess that would make libertarians uh, go with it because that means no new taxes here, but that keeps jobs here also. So there you go. Anyway, let's see. Oh, I guess I, I don't know if I did or not. Um, Supervisor framework was something. Okay, maybe I did actually. Never mind. Well, one thing I love doing, and that is um, uh, reading out the Fed's daily statements, and it goes like this: Redemption. They still have them. They it sounds like they do this like every day, almost like almost every day is redemption. Like you know, when they uh, cash out treasuries, um, they cashed out. The total redemption for the day is seventy-eight. I want to say trillion, 78 trillion, 919,000, or billion, I mean 328,000, or million. My, my math is not well. <clears throat> anyway, so they cashed out 10506431 in bills, treasury bills. Notes is 1149380. Bonds is 20143. Government account series is 66564502. So that could actually be 66 billion on that one, yes. 
So maybe I, yeah, maybe I had that wrong in regards to trillions. But anyway, um, 63 on uh, the metric series, 63044. Um, in the States, uh, it's 55, 354. So it's not, I don't think it's changed since a lot yesterday's. Yes, but total redemption of, no words, total, uh, total uh, treasury cash out. Uh, we have as a 70, I guess, 78 billion. Nine hundred nineteen million two three hundred twenty-eight. So uh, yes, uh, there that the the fiscal debt is quite literally just money that's been put that's non-taxed into treasuries. That's all that is. Literally, that's it. Uh, let's see now. Uh, now this is the public debt transactions portion of things. So in the marketing, uh, you have. Uh, marketable, excuse me, bills, uh, regular series, 6709461, cash management series, 3210103, uh, see the biggest account thus far is the 6683232432, that's the government account series. Uh, same local same local series is 71 by 34 so total issued uh, or total issues I guess 80 so I'm guessing because the market's been down people have been cashing out and buying these that's the only thing I freaking think of is people have been reinvesting in, in, in government issued bonds and government issued treasuries. Not Fed issued treasury, but anyway. Let's see. And total deposits, 1630478. Uh, let's see, there's been no uh, no short term cash investments. Transfers from uh, depository, total reserve amount, 1630478. Uh, let's see, public debt cash redeemed, 12354826, and that is the uh, fiscal year to date thus far. So, in this, see, that would be the largest number in regards to uh, unclassified is 249949. Yeah, that is the biggest one. That is public debt cash redemption. So that means that that the public has been cashing out the debt. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to share that with you guys. Let's see, was there anything else in the news? Uh, yeah, there's been inflation talk. Uh, but I think as Warren Mosler and others have said that it's not inflation unless it's long-term inflation. And long-term inflation basically means it's the normal uh, market base where prices prices go up for whatever reason, uh, costs go up and stuff of that nature. But for all this to happen, uh, the Fed has to get, put bring rate, uh, interest rates up. Right now, they're not doing that. That is a price setter. That, that was said last night uh, on the Zoom uh, meeting I was in the meetup, and I'll be putting that up on Saturday. Uh, that was an interesting conversation, uh, I must say, as I keep saying. Anyway, 
Um, it's a short one, obviously. Um, was there anything else I wanted to talk about? I mean, other than the fact that Kroger CEO takes 22 point something million dollars out after they had decided to take away the hazard pay for the employees, I think that's I think that's uncalled for, and I do, and I think that people have to actually be taxed the hilt because they are they are literally taking money out of the consumers' pocket, meaning employees, and keeping it for themselves. And more than likely, at least twenty five percent of that will be going back into reinvestment, not into the store, but outside of the store. So I I think the more money that goes into public's hands. The more that, the more that uh, consumer buying, consumer purchasing power will go up, and the more confidence will be in, will be within the monetary system. I mean, the '90s was like the best time that I that I can remember. Those are my golden ages, as far as that part goes. People I knew had money that were able to go on vacation, were able to buy stuff they needed and save. And late 1990s, early 2000s. Almost nobody had money, and everybody was in freaking debt because Glass-Steagall got got repealed, and everybody got into debt because of like insurance here or mortgage here and stuff of that nature. Uh, predatory loans was out there, you know. But I mean, I can still remember Robert, Robert Ross saying he doesn't understand why, and when employees were were coming, employees were furloughed during that time. He would sit there and dumbishly say that he doesn't understand why furloughed employees don't take out loans against their paychecks. Because at that time, nobody knew when the fuck they were going to get paid. So, because everyone was on furlough, nobody was working. And so, I obviously, people like that were very much out of touch. Very much to stay out of the financial industry until they get back into touch with normal people. Same thing with people like Larry Summers, same thing with uh, Warren Buffett and other people like that. They don't live in these kind of neighborhoods, they buy these kind of neighborhoods. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Subscribe for NSense. Go check check me out on uh, YouTube. YouTube. Uh, just check out uh, Green Party and Socialist News ch channel on YouTube. Subscribe there as well. Check out uh, For We Are Many org or the podcast on YouTube. They also do uh, live streams on YouTube as well as Facebook. Um, check out and the two party system.org. Uh, check out um, at Paperboy. Uh, he's running for mayor uh, in New York. Uh, so yeah, at Paperboy. Um, let's see. I think uh, my vote slash my vote to New York slash um, contributions slash paperboy, I think, is where you can uh, actually contribute to this campaign. Um, or if you want to donate to donate to uh, help me out as far as this brand and all this stuff grow, go to paypal.me slash a couple uh, leftist, a couple of GAP network. Thanks for listening again, and I'll be on tomorrow. Let me know if you enjoyed the MMT um, uh, rating. If you don't, then I'll finish off with this book, then after that, you'll be, you'll be getting uh, talking financially. Um, otherwise, I'm going to continue doing both. Either way, let me know. Share this. Subscribe for 90 cents a month. Or subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel. And I hope you guys have a good night. Um, 
Wear those masks. I don't care what the CDC says. Wear those damn masks. Thank you. Peace out for now.